Hi and welcome to Recap Revision. This episode is going to be about bonding, structure and the properties of matter. There are three types of bonds you will need to know about in this topic. Ionic bonding is when there is attraction between positive and negative ions. They form ionic substances. Covalent bonding is when atoms are joined together by sharing pairs of electrons. This forms molecular substances and giant covalent substances. Metallic bonding is when there is an attraction between positive nuclei of metals atoms and delocalized electrons. This forms metallic substances. Ions are electrically charged particles that contain a different number of protons and electrons. Most compounds that are made from a combination of metals and non-metals are made up of ions, for example sodium chloride. They are all solids at room temperature and are arranged in a giant lattice. This lattice contains a massive number of particles, continuing in all directions through the structure. As opposite charges attract, there is a strong attraction between the positive and negative ions. There are no atoms or molecules in the substance. Ionic substances have high melting and boiling points because of the strong attraction between the positive and negative ions. When the substances are solid, they don't conduct electricity, as the ions cannot move. However, when the substances are liquid or dissolved, they do conduct electricity, as ions can move throughout the substance. We can represent the structure of an ionic compound in different ways. For example, in a dot cross diagram, one advantage of this is that it shows the electron structure of the ions. However, a disadvantage would be it can give the impression that the structure is made of pairs of ions, rather than being a continuous structure containing a massive number. A 2D space filling structure is very easy to draw, however, it only shows the structure in 2D. A 3D space filling structure is better, because it gives very good representations of how the ions are packed closely together. A ball and stick structure shows the ions with gaps between them. Lines are drawn between the ions to show how they are arranged. This is good because it helps to show how the ions are arranged relative to each other. However, it may make you think there are covalent bonds between the ions, which there certainly aren't. Also, it may make you think that the ions are a long way apart, but they are packed close together. With the 2D space filling, the 3D space filling and the ball and stick structures, there is one disadvantage between them all. They can give the impression that the structure is limited to a few ions, rather than being a continuous structure with a massive number of ions. When metals react with non-metals, ionic compounds are formed. The metal atoms will lose electrons to form positive ions. The non-metal atoms gain these electrons to form negative ions. The ions formed will have stable noble gas electron structures. Take sodium chloride for example, when sodium atoms react with chlorine atoms. We can show this in the example of a dot cross diagram. First with the reactants you would show the structure of a sodium atom plus the structure of a chlorine atom side by side. Then after the arrow you would draw a sodium ion with one less electron and the chloride ion with that electron added on. Both of these ions would be in brackets 
and the charge will be shown on the outside. A group 1 element will have to lose one electron and form a plus one charge. A group 2 element will lose two electrons and have a two plus charge. A group 6 element will gain two electrons and have a two minus charge. A group 7 element will gain one electron and have a minus one charge. The formula represents the ratio of the ions in the lattice. For example, aluminium oxide is Al2O3, meaning there are two aluminium ions for every three oxide ions through the lattice structure. There is no overall electric charge in an ionic compound, meaning the total number of positive charges must equal the total number of negative charges. For example, potassium oxide contains one K plus one charge and oxygen two minus ions. For the charges to balance, there must be two potassium ions for every ox oxide ion. And so the formula is K2O. Some ions contain different elements combined. For example, NO3 minus one charge, OH minus one charge, CO3 minus two charge, SO4 minus two charge, and NH4 plus one charge. If there is more than one of these in the formula, then it must be written in the bracket, even when it is OH minus one charge. Some elements form ions with different charges. With their ions, the charge in the ion is given as a Roman numeral. Molecules are particles made from two or more atoms joined by covalent bonds. These bonds holding the atoms together within each molecule are very strong. However, the molecules are not bonded to each other because of the weak intermolecular forces. Some non-metal elements are made from molecules, like hydrogen, and fluorine and chlorine. Most compounds made from non-metals combined with other non-metals are made from molecules, such as water, a compound made from hydrogen and oxygen. The formula of a molecular substance gives the number of atoms of each element in one molecule. The formula of water is H2O, meaning there are two hydrogen atoms and one oxygen atom in each molecule. Molecular substances have low melting and boiling points because of the weak intermolecular forces. These forces increase as molecules get bigger, meaning larger molecules have higher melting and boiling points. However, many molecular substances are gases or liquids at room temperature. Also, these substances do not conduct electricity, as they do not contain any delocalized electrons or ions. Remember, the covalent bonds are strong, unlike the molecular forces. When a molecular substance melts or boils, the covalent bonds do not break. When atoms join together to form molecules, they share electrons in order to obtain stable noble gas electron structures. A covalent bond is formed when two shared electrons join atoms together. The atoms can be joined by single, double or triple covalent bonds, two electrons, four electrons or six electrons. The number of covalent bonds an atom forms equals the number of electrons it needs to obtain a noble gas electron structure. For example, group four atoms. They have four electrons in their outer shell and need another four electrons to obtain a noble gas electron structure. Therefore, they need four covalent bonds formed. In group six, there are six electrons in the outer shell. 
so they need two more electrons to obtain a noble gas electron structure, therefore two covalent bonds are formed. Molecules can be represented in several ways, each of which has its advantages and disadvantages. One way is a dot cross diagram. You can show the dot cross diagram by showing all electrons and shell circles, just the outer shell electrons and shell circles, or just the outer shell electrons on their own. Remember, the dots and the crosses represent electrons that come from different atoms. You can show as a stick diagram or a ball and stick diagram. Each stick or line represents one covalent bond or two shared electrons. You can also show as a space filling diagram. This is a good representation of a molecule showing how atoms merge into each other, but the covalent bonds are not visible. When you draw stick diagrams, each atom makes the number of bonds it needs to obtain a noble gas electron structure. When drawing a dot cross diagram, each covalent bond is made up of two electrons. Any other electrons that are not used in making covalent bonds are shown in non-bonding pairs, often called lone pairs. A polymer is a long chain molecule made from joining lots of short molecules together. Each polymer chain is a very long molecule with atoms joined by covalent bonds. Molecules that are very long are called macromolecules. In a thermosoftening polymer, the polymer chains are not joined together, meaning that they will soften and melt on heating. However, they are solid at room temperature already because the forces between the molecules are relatively strong as they are big molecules. Giant covalent substances are substances that have atoms joined by covalent bonds in one giant continuous network. Examples include three forms of carbon, diamond, graphite and graphene, as well as silicon and silicon dioxide. Giant covalent substances are not big molecules. They are a continuous network of atoms linked by covalent bonds. Giant covalent substances have very high melting and boiling points because the covalent bonds must be broken. Most giant covalent substances do not conduct electricity as they have no delocalized electrons. However, graphite and graphene do so they can conduct electricity. Metals are metallic substances. They have a giant lattice of atoms, but the outer shell electrons from each atom are delocalized, meaning they are free to move throughout the structure. The strong attraction between the positive nucleus and the metal atoms and the negative delocalized electrons is called metallic bonding. Metals have high melting and boiling points because of the strong attraction between the positive nucleus of the metal atoms and the negative delocalized electrons. They have good electrical and thermal conductivity because the outer shell electrons are delocalized and can carry the charge through the metal. Metals are also malleable, meaning they can be hammered into shape. The atoms can slide over each other while maintaining the metallic bonding. Pure metals are malleable, which can make them too soft for many uses. An alloy, however, is a mixture of a metal with small amounts of other metals or carbon added. 
For example, steels are alloys of iron. Alloys are harder than pure metals because they contain some atoms that are a different size and so it is more difficult for atoms to slide past each other. Solid, liquid and gas are the three states of matter. The state that a substance is in depends on the temperature. At melting point, a solid could be melting into a liquid as temperature goes up, or a liquid could be freezing or solidifying into a solid as temperature goes down. At boiling point, a liquid could be boiling into a gas as temperature goes up, or a gas could be condensing into a liquid as temperature goes down. The three states of matter can be represented by a very simple model where particles are represented by small solid spheres. However, this model is limited because it does not show the forces or bonds between the particles and it does not show what the particles are like. They could be molecules or ions. The stronger the forces or bonds between the particles, the higher the melting and boiling points. For example, in a molecular substance, there are only weak forces between the molecules. This means that it only takes a small amount of energy to separate the molecules and so it has a low melting and boiling point. However, in an ionic substance, there are strong attractions between the positive and negative ions. This means that it takes a lot of energy to separate the particles, and so it has a high melting and boiling point. Nanoscience is the study of nanoparticles, which are between 1 to 100 nanometers in size. Examples include gold nanoparticles or carbon nanotubes. One nanometer is equal to 1 times 10 to the power of minus 9 meters. Nanoparticles are bigger than atoms and molecules of diameter 0.05 to 1 nanometers, including examples of gold atoms and water molecules, but are smaller than fine particles and coarse particles which are anything bigger of a diameter of 100 nanometers. Examples include soot and dust. Nanoparticles of a substance have different properties to the bulk material. For an example, bulk gold is yellow and unreactive, but nanoparticles of gold are red and very reactive. In the bulk material, there's one large structure made of a huge number of atoms, but a nanoparticle is much smaller with a few hundred atoms. Smaller nanoparticles will have a higher surface area to volume ratio. This can be seen if the surface area to volume ratio of a 1 cm cube is compared to a larger 10 cm cube, where the smaller cube has a higher ratio. To calculate the surface area to volume ratio, work out the surface area, then the volume, and place it in the ratio and cancel it down to the simplest form. As the side of a cube decreases by a factor of 10, the surface area to volume ratio increases by a factor of 10. This means that nanoparticles behave differently to the bulk material because a higher proportion of the atoms are on the surface. Examples of uses for nanoparticles include sun creams, cosmetics, deodorants, electronics as catalysts or delivering drugs to specific cells in the body. There are some concerns however about the safety of the nanoparticles. This is because they have different properties to the bulk material may not be safe even if the bulk material itself is safe.
element carbon exists in several different forms. Diamond has the formula carbon, and it is a giant covalent structure. It is a lattice of atoms joined by covalent bonds. Each carbon atom makes four bonds. It has a very high melting and boiling point, due to the need to break strong covalent bonds. It is an insulator, as it has no delocalised electrons. It is very hard and strong, and has uses for things such as cutting tools. Graphite has the formula carbon, and it is a giant covalent structure. It is a lattice of atoms joined by covalent bonds. Each carbon atom makes three bonds. The atoms are in flat layers, but there are only weak forces between the layers, meaning they can move past each other. One electron from each atom is delocalised and can move along the layers. It has very high melting and boiling points, due to the need to break strong covalent bonds. It is a conductor, because it has delocalised electrons that can move along layers. It is soft and brittle, and has uses for things such as electrodes and pencils. A Buckminster fullerene has the formula carbon-60, and it is a simple molecular structure. This is made up of many molecules. Each molecule contains 60 carbon atoms. Each carbon atom makes three bonds. One electron from each atom is free to move within the molecule. They don't have very high melting and boiling points, because no covalent bonds are broken. It is also an insulator. Although it has delocalised electrons, they cannot move from one molecule to another. They are soft and brittle, and are used for things such as drug delivery and lubricants. Graphene has the formula carbon, and is a giant covalent structure. This is a single layer of graphite. It has a lattice, atom, lattice of atoms joined by covalent bonds. Each carbon atom makes three bonds. One electron from each atom is delocalised and can move across the surface. It has very high melting and boiling points, due to the need to break strong covalent bonds. It is also a conductor, because it has delocalised electrons that can move across the surface. It is very strong, and has uses for things such as electronic components. Buckminster fullerene is the most common fullerene. Fullerenes are a family of molecules containing carbon atoms in hollow shapes, made up of rings of 5, 6 or 7 carbon atoms. Carbon nanotubes are related to fullerenes. They are very long tubes with a high length to diameter ratio. They are very strong and are good conductors. Some of their uses include sports equipment such as tennis rackets to make them light but strong. Thank you for listening to this recap revision podcast on bonding, structure and the properties of matter. Thank you.